Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Flipping Websites podcast. This is episode 35. And on today's show, I've got another great guest, Adam Smith, a fellow Brit from buyandrank.com. Adam has a very data-driven approach to flipping websites. He looks to pick up low price, low revenue sites and add a couple of hundred pages of the best content on the market. He's now offering his keyword research and content marketing strategy as a service with his new business buy and rank that we talk about at the end. And he's also now raising money, starting to raise money for a new fund venture that is following a similar approach to one I wrote about on my personal site at richardpater.com slash website dash investing, where he's raising 300k. And then within five years, he's going to turn that into two to three million. And basically by exiting within a year and doubling up every time. And his most impressive win to date is buying a site back in January 2019 this year for $13,000. And we recorded this episode at the end of September and it's already doing $6,000 a month. And Adam gets into how he's been able to achieve that so quickly. All right, so what's been going on at Alpha Investors since the last time uh, I spoke to you almost a month ago now? Well, we now have four different pipelines. Uh, we have our operator pipeline where we'll manage a site for you over alphainvestors.com slash operators, doing a similar approach to the one that I was uh, doing myself before the acquisition uh, that was on the flippingwebsites.co site. That is one pipeline that's going very strong. A lot of the investors that I'm helping acquire sites end up wanting the site to be passively managed for them. I personally manage the investor pipeline where investors can reach out and complete the form over at alphainvestors.com forward slash buy and uh, give details in terms of the type of site they are looking to acquire. And I will personally reply and look to find a suitable site for you that's uh, currently available or just about to uh, be listed currently going through our uh, other two pipelines. So the other two pipelines we have a sell site pipeline where if uh, you're interested in selling your site uh, into us that we match with investors and our model is we charge investors a fee so we're not charging sellers a fee. Uh, that's over at alphainvestors.com forward slash sell and that's one of the pipelines and we're getting good deal flow through there that uh, I then end up circulating to investors and then the fourth pipeline is our outreach pipeline where we're actively looking for off-market deals uh, that won't be seen elsewhere. Uh, running those and the sell pipeline, uh, inbound pipeline through our uh, detailed due diligence process, coming up with a valuation range and then circulating to appropriate investors. So all, f- all four uh, pipelines are really uh, have really picked up over the last month and it's been a very busy time, hence the uh, the lack of podcast episodes. But hopefully that will change going forward. And the uh, the exciting news is we're about to launch a new private exclusive online business marketplace for investors. And there's a landing page uh, to get access, a pre-launch page over at investors.club. So you can check out the Investors Club there. That's going to be launched soon. So that's enough from me. Without further ado, here's the great conversation with Adam. I personally learned a lot from this guy and his approach. And I think you'll get a lot out of this episode. I think it's going to be one of the most popular ones. Uh, I'll catch you at the end. Cheers. Hey, how's it going, Adam? Hey, Richard. I'm good, thanks. And yourself? I'm good. Whereabouts are you again? You're in Wales, yeah? Very wet and windy Wales. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. 
winter's hit hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not even October yet. Well, where I'm from in Wales, it's uh, just outside Cardiff, um, and it's it's in a valley, so it's pretty much always raining here. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we get about we get about three weeks of, of summer every year, and then and then it's rain basically. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> are, are there many website builders near where you are? Because uh, I'm aware someone reached out who knew you. Yes, well, interestingly, um, somebody reached out to me this week um, who who lives in Cardiff, so it's about 25 miles away. Um, we we haven't met up yet, but we've been speaking via messenger, um, and he seems to be doing doing quite well uh, in the affiliate marketing space, um, specifically Amazon. So so yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I didn't really realise that. You know, there were there were many, if any, people around here that did this kind of thing. So it's it's nice to to finally meet people who are local. To be honest, was that Nick? No, this is a guy called Dan. Okay. Yeah, just reached out to me randomly on Facebook. Uh, saw a couple of posts. Saw that the, I was uh, near to Cardiff and and sent me a message. Okay, I'm gonna have to come over that way. We're, we're gonna have to do a meetup. I don't do London, and uh, so I'm I'm happy to drive all the way all the way across this. I mean, there's literally uh, no one else actively building sites here in Norwich that I'm aware of, and I've lived here pretty much all my life. Uh, I've I've exhausted the local scene. So um, the fact that there is more than one of you means that I'm happy to travel. It's a a thriving scene, Richard, over here. (laughs) Yeah, good stuff. Okay, so um, yeah, what are you up to at the moment? You're actively building out a lot of sites, it seems. And your strategy is to buy age domains or existing sites, or, or are you also building from scratch? Um, so don't build from scratch. Yeah. Um, I haven't done anything with expired domains or anything like that, um, although I would really like to. So I've, I can see a couple of, of the early results from the, the content, the, the challenge that it's in the in your in your group what's that called again yeah content site challenge and yeah uh, the content site challenge we're currently recording is 30th september and i've written up a post for august and i'm hoping that goes out today on the alpha investors blog so that it's still technically last month (laughs) (laughs) rising up the the first month the last month of the of the challenge uh but yeah that's been delayed due to the acquisition and uh Mm -hmm. and everything but that is now written up and um uh so yeah that's going to be going out so yep yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, but just just by uh, looking at the the posts in the group, um, the early results, people building all those expired domains seem to get some some really quick crazy results. So that's something I definitely like to explore in the future. Yeah. Um, so at the moment, I'm I'm literally just buying sites with existing traffic, existing revenue, um, improving them, and then and then flipping them back on. So that's kind of my model. Um, at what the moment. kind of asset size are you buying? Um, so at the moment I've got a, a seven sites, um, and they vary in, in size at the moment, um, to where I've built them out. But in terms of where I'm buying them at, um, the smallest one I think, uh, was probably around $1,500. Um, and the largest one was probably around 13 or 14,000. Mm-hmm. So not massive. Um, but that, that one, which, um, one of them, which, which I bought for, 13 13 and a half thousand something like that is is the biggest in my portfolio at the moment um and i think we've spoken offline about this site and that's kind of my my crown jewels at the moment yeah. that site's probably doing between six and seven thousand a month now nice and at thirteen thousand, uh how, how much revenue is it doing three four hundred something like that 
Yeah, about three fifty a month. Okay, cool. And that was back in January. Wow. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to that uh, very quickly in terms of your your strategy with with how <laughs> you were able to achieve <laughs> that. And so these sites, what what is what's your criteria for buying these sites? Is it link metric driven? Um, yeah. What what's the what's the criteria? What what uh, and, and also where are you sourcing these sites from? Yeah, so um, in terms of criteria, um, it, it really all depends on, on the site and the deal. Um, so I, I always look for um, existing traffic. The majority should be organic. Um, I don't really do anything socially. I know quite a few sites are using Pinterest and things like that now, but I don't I don't know enough about that side of things to, to mm-hmm. warrant purchasing a site. So um, traffic must be mainly organic. Um, sales obviously must be coming mainly from Amazon, ideally 100% from Amazon, um, because that then leaves me options once the site expands to to open up and put display ads on there and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of, of metrics and, and backlinks and things, I don't typically tend to take much notice of that, as long as the site has a general spread of posts and not um, you know, two or three of the posts get the majority of the traffic. So the traffic is spread across a number of, of different posts. That gives me um, confidence and, and credibility that the site is able to rank for more than just one or two keywords or, or main keywords. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we get on in the, in the podcast, we'll talk about my my strategy for expansion. Yeah. And that's important that the site can rank for for a number of keywords rather than just being a, a site that's focused on, you know, maybe having one or two keywords that are right number one and then the rest then are you know nowhere to be seen it's not so much so much in terms of volume it's percentage so i i don't like um more than one page to have more than 30 percent of overall traffic yeah if that is the case and that that kind of says to me that you know the majority of of the effort in this site has been on that one keyword um and i don't know how that site will react when i start adding and expanding yeah. content okay so you're looking for for what like sub 10 percent no, no page more than 10 percent or uh, not no page more than 30 percent no page more than 30 percent. okay fine um yeah. and then at, at least uh, like 10 20 30 pages in the google index uh oh yeah anything like that or the, I don't have a hard and fast rule for that one. The more, the better, to be honest, in that case, yeah. um, especially if uh, content's been added recently. So if I see that a site has um, quite a few keywords, that um, pages that are driving traffic, and the, the owner has added a lot of content recently, uh, I see that as an opportunity because that content will now start to age and start to mature. Uh, and as long as the site is able to rank from a, a number of keywords, then you know that's that's a plus for me then. Okay. Just keeping the site is is a bonus. And where are you finding your sites from? Uh, quite a few from your, your group, yep. um, which is good. Very <laughs> Thank good. you very much for the group. Uh, I'm moderating it very well. That's great. Um, Technically, it's Andre's group now, but uh, we're, yes, we're both yeah. ad, we're both admins. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you and Andre. Andre's a really nice guy. I, I yeah. chat to him quite a lot as well. Um, um, <laughs> the the first site that I actually bought came from Empire Flippers. Yeah. Um, it's the it's the first and only site I've purchased from there at the moment, um, just because of of deal size. So. Recently, their their minimum deal size has been twenty thirty k, and they they go really really quick. Um, so it's mainly sort of a couple of other Facebook groups, yours, uh, and now I've got quite a a bit of deal flow just via email. So people will reach out to me and say I've got a site for sale. Are you interested? And 
sometimes I get to see that before it goes to the to the groups. Sometimes it goes to the groups at the same time. Um, wow, uh, interesting. So how how have people uh, how are people reaching out to you? You you've got existing relationships with them, or you're known yeah. as someone who's buying? Uh, I think a bit of both. Um, so. The, I bought a, a couple of sites from people with, uh, it appears to be larger portfolios um, who quite often turn in over sites. So yep. they reach out to me um, when they've got a site for sale in their portfolio. Uh, I tell them kind of, this is the size I'm looking, for, I'm interested in, and you know this is my budget, et cetera. And, and if something comes up and, and it matches that kind of size, then, yeah. then I'm lucky that they reach out. Um, and I think just generally, generally being known, um, I'm trying to get my name out there a little bit more. Hence, uh, jumping on the podcast with yep. you. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just a case of, uh, although I haven't really been in the Amazon affiliate market play market for for as long as most other people or for a lot of other people, um, I think I've seen some some decent success in a relatively yeah. short amount of time. So it's just coming out of the shadows a little bit yeah, just yeah. becoming a little bit more well-known um getting my story out there and yeah. and see where that leads really have you written any content yet do you have a personal site or are you starting to publish stuff or is it just within facebook groups yeah at the moment it's just within groups um but that is definitely next on my my agenda um yeah. so it's i'm looking to to probably start publishing case studies on my my mm-hmm. portfolio of sites, um, and that will be on my own domain. And because I, I think people like to read case studies, they like to see what's working, what's not working, uh, and they also like to get inspired from them. So, yeah. yeah, that's something I'm really interested to start doing in the next month or so. Yeah, very good. So, your biggest site. At what point uh, do you uh, start freaking out and thinking I have to sell this thing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, that's that's interesting um, because at this kind of level where the site is worth, you know, probably two, 200 grand plus, um, you start to think, is that money better off in the bank? And, you know, do I take some chips off the table or do I carry on building and, and you know, see the bigger picture a couple of months down the line? Um, and it's something which I've struggled with, especially with this site. Yeah. Um, so how, how much so, how much content did you, did you invest in this? So you you bought it for about thirteen k, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, to to get it to uh, you know as a value to two hundred thousand since January, um, yeah. yeah. What have you done? How how much have you invested in content? How much have you, have you spent? Um, that that'd be good to, and then we can kind of figure out what the best strategy is. <laughs> for, yeah, uh, for when to exit or or when to um, yeah take chips off the table. Yeah. So um, last month's content order uh, across all the sites came in at almost 500,000 words. Um, <laughs> 500,000 words? <laughs> yeah. Seven so sites? Yeah. So it's quite a lot. Um, <laughs> but each article wow, is – I'm not, I'm not publishing articles like most people. So most yeah. people publish a 1,000-word or 1,500-word article. Each article that I put out is 3,500 words. So it's a very okay. in-depth buyer's guide reviews either five or ten of the top products um so they wow, they're, that's, they're that's good 20%, quality, yeah yeah they're good quality pieces of content um and ensure in, in by doing um good keyword research and putting out content of that quality and that caliber um i've seen very good success um in fact now that the that site has authority and um some goods um 
trust within Google. I'm quite confident that I put out a piece of content and I do a manual recall in or manual crawl in search console and that piece of content will be top 10 within the hour. So wow. it's, yeah, it's it's a good strategy, but it requires a lot of um, upfront investment in terms of content. Yeah. I've not heard anyone uh, creating that much content before. I think maybe I heard an uh, income store founder on a podcast say that maybe they're publishing like a million words a month. Have you heard of mm-hmm. anyone who's publishing more than, more words a month than, than what you're currently doing? I mean, people with very large portfolios, they must be doing similar, but I just haven't heard, especially from, from an individual, uh, half a million words a month. That, that's That's a lot. Yeah, I, I haven't come across anybody doing anything similar. Um, and I don't know whether that's because people don't like to share the strategy or whether they're just not doing it. All these sites are in uh, rapid growth at the moment, the, the, what I call the rapid growth stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and once they kind of mature and I run out of keywords to start talking about, then I'll then move over to the informational content um, aspect of things. So yeah. all this content at the moment is 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 buyer buyer intent buyer focus there's no informational content uh so the the big site how much do you think you've spent in total since you bought it in january um so the first i would say the first two months um there was pretty much no real influx in content um that was just fixing the design aspect and the structural aspect of the site mm-hmm. um so it looked okay but it didn't it wasn't the best for for conversions so there was quite a bit of work in terms of updating everything uh, i use thrive thrive uh, architect mm-hmm. so it was moving all the old pages over to the new design and making sure that works um creating custom category pages um actually planning out the different categories and assigning the current content that was on the site into those new categories yeah and then building out the keyword plan to expand through all those categories. Um, And then from there then, um, I would say, I I don't have a breakdown of the full cost here, but I would say it's probably been around the um, 15,000 pounds mark. So what's that, about $17,000 invested so far? Yeah, okay. So yeah, 17 and then 13, so you're in for 30K? Yeah. And then anything spent on links? Uh, a few PBNs which are rented, mm-hmm. uh, they come out at around two hundred and twenty dollars a month. Okay, um, and we've had them for um, probably since February. So that's how much is that? Okay, so if we're saying the uh, two grand, so revenue is about six thousand or seven thousand. Do you say? Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and that's only going to in- increase, you, you would imagine, uh, over the, it, it's it's going up, yeah. Oh yeah, month, month on um, month, yeah. Well, it, it's going up month on month. Yeah, we are seeing it plateau at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's quite a seasonal niche, um, so we will we're expecting to see a dip this month and next month. Yeah, um, and then November and December come in, and it'll it'll peak back up again, and then January, February will be slow, and then from um, March, April onwards, right the way through until July. Yeah, it will it will probably be booming again and then that's when i look to sell then after july next year okay what do you think like uh at that point when you sell the average last 12 month revenue would, would be maybe up, up to 10 or, or kind yeah of where, yeah you think okay. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to sell it for between sort of three and four hundred thousand yeah and then so okay so you uh looking to sell 
next year, yeah? At the, uh, basically, exactly uh, 12 months' time, kind of at the end of the summer? That's it. Okay, yeah, sweet. that's right. And how much more content do you think over the next 12 months? Very little, aside from um, some informational content. So yeah. I haven't really done much with informational content. Everything I do is is buyer's intent. Um, so it's more of a test than a, a growth strategy. I want to yeah. test how adding informational content works. Um, the site is also monetized with Mediavine. So it's obviously it will grow revenue there, but I want to see how it has, has a, a larger effect on the site. So yeah. probably not a lot of uh, buyer intent content anymore okay. uh, from, from next month onwards. Just mainly some informational content so, then. So maybe another 10K over the next 12 months. Yeah, maybe that, maybe a little bit more, but but nothing substantial. Yeah. So it, it looks like you'll, you'll be in, like in 12 months time, you'll be in for about 40K and then looking to sell the asset for, for, for 400, for, for 10X, something like that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Is 10X a metric uh, that you that you look to to try and uh, achieve with, with these sites? Do you have any, any kind of metrics in terms of, um, how much you you end up being in for and, and what you exit? Yes, uh, and it's nowhere near 10x. <laughs> this <laughs> this site is a uh, is a bit of a one off, to be honest. Um, so the the first site that I I bought and sold, um, I made 414 percent. So it's nowhere near the okay. the thousand percent that this is. Um, so you think probably average closer to 5x than. Than 10x, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I would, I would say I would be happy with with 3x. Mm-hmm. Uh, 5x is great, and 10x is uh, okay. You know, out of the park. Okay, okay. So currently, the site you could probably sell for, for let's say 200,000, um, and uh, so that you're in for for 30. So um, it's, cur- it's currently 7x, 7x. Yeah. Um, Looking at it from that perspective, where you, you, if you, if the average you're trying to achieve is three to five x, then you're already well over average. Um, from that perspective, you possibly it would make sense to. to I mean, may, maybe I have no idea, but maybe there's like some kind of metric where if you hit over five x already, maybe at that point you exit. But then that probably doesn't make sense if it's on a massive growth pro- trajectory. But then you've also made 5x and and you can take chips off the table. I'm just wondering yes. like if you can have a strategy and then and then just keep going and just keep reinvesting and buying more and and uh like what is is there anything stopping you from uh like you currently got seven sites in a year time year's time having 70 like it, what's the bottleneck yeah. and and yeah like what do you think that the path the path is for the next 12 months and then what kind of timeline do you, from from acquiring, adding the content and exiting, what kind of average timeline as well? That would be interesting. I'll answer that one first because that's the easier one. I expect to flip a site within 12 months. Cool. Yeah. Um, anytime before that is good. So, you know, this site will probably go a little bit over that. Um, but yeah. the growth has been, you know, more than expected. So I don't mind that. Um, in terms of going forward and, and the plan and, you know, what stopped me from having 70 sites, et cetera, it's, it's more of a, um, a logistics issue. So, it, the, you know, I'd have to build a team. And I know we've talked about our yeah. likes and dislikes <laughs> of building teams around us. Yeah, luckily um, I, I've joined one now. So that, that was a, that's how I solved that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but my my plan going forward is is a little bit different. So um, I'm looking to raise some seed capital to capitalize business, um, and the business will be will run as a as an actual business, so rather than just buying and, and selling sites ad hoc when um, you know when I feel like or and 
without kind of any structure in place. The business will take all that, will have specific rules in place, um, and we'll have a, a five-year life cycle where, you know, I intend to take uh, 300,000 and turn it into a couple of million, basically. Yeah. Um, but the rules for that one will be very strict. Once a site hits uh, a certain growth percentage within the first 12 months, the site is sold. A percentage of that re- of that sale is then reinvested into a second site, which is then grown and um, sold after a certain percentage of growth is hit again, etc. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the approach that that I had, not not on that scale, but in terms of when, when I was partnering up with investors and, and asked that question in terms of growth, like what am I aiming for? And I was my answer was always a double within a year, like 2x mm-hmm. within 12 months. And, and that's what you're doing, like from three 300,000 to 2 million, um, you're looking at just over a double every, every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's not just into one million; it's into to several. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three hundred into into like two million or, or yeah, uh, several million. Yeah, um, that's cool. Okay, so how would you how are you going to be structuring that? Do you have a company at the moment? Are you going to be setting up a limited company, and um, is that going to be a fund, or is it going to just be uh, what kind of yeah. how would that money be defined or, or considered? Is it angel or, or what, what's your approach? Yeah, so it'll be a, it's a limited company. Um, the investment will be given for equity, so it will come from either angel investor or um, some VCs. So I've had a couple of initial early conversations, which look promising um, with those kind of people. So in, in Wales, uh, yes, I'm in Wales. Um, one outside yeah. of Wales. Okay. Um, so it's. Yeah, sorry. So the site will be the, the company will be structured as a as a limited company. Um, the money will come from either VC or, or angel for a percentage equity within the company. The company will start with with no site, so it will be a blank company. Um, whether that means that I will have to liquidate my current portfolio or not um, will certainly depend on the investor. Yeah. Um, and that was something which I would consider. So yeah, it's, I had you and Fincer on the podcast from Al Mountain, yeah. and I think one of his early acquisitions when he set up when he partnered up with with investors was one of his his largest sites that got yeah. acquired by by the new entity yeah yeah so that could be that could be one of the options and that would allow me then to to release some equity back to myself while still maintaining some of the upside yeah um and it would work almost in a three cycle phase so the the initial investment will allow the purchase of five websites each at around the 30 grand mark um, so 50% of the capital will be used for actual purchase of the sites. Yeah. Uh, 40% of the capital will be spent then within the first three months of purchase of those sites, and that will be predominantly on new content. And then there's 10% of the capital then for running expenses. So I'll take a salary. I'll actually employ a member of staff. Um, I actually work out of a small office now, so it'll be getting a little bit of a, a bigger office, et cetera, and just treating it more as a business rather than a, a one one guy kind of buy insights ad hoc and sell them ad hoc, ad hoc. Yeah. Very cool. So did you say you're going to hire someone? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Locally if, if possible. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't really, again, we go back to this whole um, <laughs> building teams around us and, and stuff. I don't really, I don't like kind of working with people too remotely. Um, yeah. 
I feel it's difficult for me to explain things correctly and the way I like things done just via Skype or, or via text and things. So if I can find somebody who's local, um, I don't mind kind of training them up. So it's I'm not looking for a specific skill set as long as they're organized and willing to, to work and learn. Then, you know, that's that's good for me. When are you thinking about um, what's the time scale for this? Um, so I'm just putting the finishing touches on the the deck. The numbers are all finished, and yeah. in with wow. the in with the accountant for checking. Um, he's actually going to create the balance sheet as well. So I have the cash flow. He's going to create the balance sheet, um, the wow. deck, literally finishing touches, and then you, it's good to go. You've already got an existing accountant for what you've been doing. Yes. Yeah, because that's how we first reached out. I think was it the uh, the invest like a boss Facebook group, or was it my my Facebook group? We were talking about tax initially. Yeah, I think um, I think I listened to your po- one of your podcasts, and it was in some yeah. group. Um, somebody mentioned it, and I, I we just started chatting. Um, and I think we were talking about around entrepreneurial tax relief. Yeah, it's just so so brutal that in order to to take money out, like we discussed with the UK company, mm. uh, that you tax on profit and then you tax on dividend income as well. Yes, and uh, the corporation tax tax and profit is twenty percent dividend tax is uh from anything significant it's it's a third <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's, so it's just brutal this entrepreneur relief is you can wind down a company and you just pay 10 percent. yes uh, so that's something i'm bearing in mind as well as uh trying to set up a company in jersey or guernsey Ah, <laughs> uh, you're just talking about that yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's another plan uh, i'd like to live on, on an island for a, for a couple of years with the family as well so yeah um, that's one strategy as well but uh yeah tax is just brutal otherwise um, I've done the whole um, the whole entrepreneurial tax relief in the past with a, a separate business. Okay. Um, the rules have changed slightly since then. So it used to be um, you only had to have the company for one year, and now it's changed for two years. So yeah. hence why I don't really want to sell the, the, the my biggest site until the end of next year. So that company was only incorporated in January this year. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, very good. So um, <laughs> until the end of this year, I'm literally trying to spend every penny that the company generates. So um, I don't no have a corporation tax bill at the end yep. of this year. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then next year, then I'll start hoarding cash um, yeah. and trying to spend as little as possible. So come the end of next year, um, oh, if cool. I have to liquidate the portfolio for this investment or yeah. you know, otherwise, then I can liquidate everything. I'll have a load of cash in the bank. I'll pay my corporation tax. And then my flat 10% is what I pay when I take out the rest then. Yeah. So- with the with the raise in the three hundred k, is that is that's what the amount is going to be? Is there is that the minimum, or, or is there going to be a range? Or your three hundred k is what you're raising, and, uh, and and that's the amount. Yeah, that's what I'm raising, and that's the amount. I think the the challenging aspect is um, how do you put a value on that in terms of equity? So it's ask for too much, and you're going to give away too much of your company. Ask for too little, and you're not going to be able to achieve the plans that that you want to achieve. Yeah. Um, and okay. doing the numbers and forecasting, I think 300 grand is, is about right. Yeah. So with five sites, uh, 30K each, then the the 40% you said to invest in the, in the sites, that's about $24,000 yep. per site. Mm-hmm. That that makes sense that that's, that's a good amount. And then, yeah, you, you're looking to, to double every uh, year. So with those initial five sites, would you then look to exit within a year for all five and then repeat? That's right. So um, I'm actually looking at the sheet now and in the sheet, they're actually staggered by one month because I don't think that we'll be able to find um, a quality site, five quality sites in that first month. So it's 
based upon the assumption that you find one every month. Yeah. Um, so the first site will be bought for for thirty grand. Um, within twelve months, so twelve months later, that site um, hopefully should be sold for one hundred eleven thousand. Yeah. Seventy five percent of that then goes back into a second site. So this now starts cycle two. Um, that site is then bought for eighty three thousand, and twelve <laughs> I months like later. It. Yeah, you're doing. You're literally doing the uh, the snowball uh, exactly post that I wrote. Uh, yes, which is, uh, <laughs> I yeah, don't re- want to say that that influenced it, but it did. <laughs> no, oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, which I'm just trying to find the URL. Come on, Google. I'm pretty sure it's richardbailey.com/slash/website-dash-investing because I was I was going on. It was something like turn a uh, hundred thousand into a million in yeah. three years, right? Yeah, yeah, that was that's the H one. Yeah, how to snowball hundred k into one million within three years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, you're doing this. This is. Uh, so we'll be snowballing 300 grand into a couple of million in five years. So same concept, just yeah. a little bit, I love just a little it. bit grander. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Well, yeah, let me know when you've got your site up and obviously I'll link to you from that post. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah, that's exciting. That's yeah. um, really, really excited to get this this off the ground. Um, yeah. When, uh, are you, are you, is it going to be public or are you, uh, you just reaching out to people privately to, for, the, um, for the investors? Yeah, privately. Um, I, I I don't really want to go down the whole um, reaching out to like non-credit investors. I, I don't know what the rules are around sort of, Yeah. I don't know even what that's called. Like, is it like crowdfunding or crowdsourcing for that money? I, I don't just, just don't want to touch that yeah. um, kind of marketplace. So um, the many, ideals will go on. How many people are you thinking? Oh, like well, I just... Or? Fine. Yeah, the the ideal scenario would, would be one, um, but I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to be possible. Um, so it looks like it's probably going to be uh, two or three people. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And you've already got those discussions with those investors going. You said. Yes. Yeah. Well, with with some, um, and we're still in very early stages with with a couple of others. Yeah. And. Uh, but so that, I, yeah. I know you got you have quite a big big listening so if there's anybody listening who's uh who's also interested then uh maybe you can yeah, reach man. out to me after after this as well yeah definitely and so yeah very very light on link approach um outside of those rental pbns is there any other link strategy that that you use um or is no. it just pretty much vast majority content it just the vast majority content yeah. um it's something which I, I want to explore a little bit more uh, around links, but I've always had this, uh, maybe it's like a, like a preconception. So content is, is tangible. You pay your money, you get your content, you put it up, you can see where you rank straight away. You can track that progress with links. It's very much a, although you can track, you know, how a link affects uh, rankings to a certain degree, it's still very much a, it's not a, it's, it's not super data driven. Um, and if you, if you hadn't noticed by now, I'm very much a, a data driven guy. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's difficult for me to, to quantitate the impact that, uh, you know, 10 grand's worth of links would have, whereas I can definitely quantitate the impact of 10 grand's worth of content. Yeah. Now, are you working in niches that are less competitive? Uh, and if not, do, do concepts like link velocity matter to you in terms of trying to keep up with, uh, the Joneses? <laughs> Yeah, it's something which I, I I've never looked at to be honest. Um, yeah. the, the niches are vary from some which I would say are fairly competitive. Um, think like mattresses. Okay, so that's a niche you're operating in, and that's very competitive. So do you, do you think you're just out competing people, even people with big link budgets, just by 
um, killing them with content. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so I guess the strategy is a little bit different to people with big link budgets. They would go after the the keywords with, you know, 10, 15,000 searches a month, 8,000 searches a month. Um, the content that I produce is mainly targeted around way lower competition um, and sometimes a lot lower search volume. So I don't mind going after content with 150 searches a month uh, as long as I'm confident I can get into the top three. Um, so it's it's mainly my, and I think this goes back to that when we first talked about um, what my criteria for a site is, Building a site this way then ensures that not one page ranks for most of the traffic. The traffic is very evenly distributed among many, many pages because I'm ranking quite highly for lots of low volume uh, yeah. keywords. Um, as a result of that, over time, as the content ages, are you do you see these sites ranking for, for much bigger keywords at all as a result of... Um, you know, covering all, all, all of the, the, the longer tail variations, do you end up with one page that suddenly is able to rank for a 5,000 uh, searches a month keyword? Uh, well, that, that's interesting you mentioned that. So that was um, originally the plan was to kind of um, have a, like a key head, um, a head keyword, and then do all this content below it, all the long t- tail stuff, and then rank for the the head keywords. Yeah. Um, so I'll give you an example. Um, I'll just make this example up. Say um, best microphones was the the head keyword. And then underneath that sat things like best microphones for guitar amps, best microphones for best condenser microphones, and all these different pieces of content um, with the the aim to rank best microphone, the best microphone keyword. Yep. Um, but what I actually found was that one main piece of content which was originally designed to rank for best microphone um google didn't actually like that so it was ranking one of the the other supporting pieces of content for that keyword um so it i don't know whether that's a little bit of keyword cannibalization there or or what that is but no matter how much i play around with (laughs) internal links and you know trying to over-optimize that one page then or de-optimize it however much I play around I can't get those um, specifically written articles for those head keywords to rank it's, yeah. it's strange no, um, fair. That, that makes sense um, I mean maybe that's just purely down to the domain authority of the site and um, not been, not having you know, high enough domain rating because uh, you're up against guys that are throwing a lot of links at it maybe it's purely uh, Google just won't let you rank for it because you you don't have enough, uh, you know, a- enough powerful links. Yeah, I'm just checking. So the the DA of the 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 big site that I have is just a DA19. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's you, you're probably right there. It's just probably not powerful enough of the root directory or the root domain. Yeah, I think this content focus strategy is is really uh, is is a very clean very smart thing thing to do where you just you're you're really limiting the variables you're not guessing in terms of link building and not having to monitor anchor text distribution and and worry about penalties and all this kind of stuff although you are dabbling with some sprinkling some ppn links as well but it's Mm -hmm. just uh it's pure data driven it's pure roi and 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 you know that it's working and uh yeah it's kind of there's not many places where where you know you can get a greater than 100% return within within a year. 
So I hear you're setting up a new content service. Yes, I am. It's uh, it's called Buy and Rank, uh, buyandrank.com. It pretty much does exactly what it says on the tin. You you buy some content and it ranks really well. Um, now, this is based off my own research with my own websites. And um, so a lot of the services... Um, pretty much what you can find with other content services. So it's going to be three and a half thousand words of high quality content. Um, everything will in the, in the piece of content will be SEO optimized. So it'll include all the H1 tags. So you don't have to worry about that. It'll include the structure. So you don't have to worry about where to place the headings or anything like that. It'll come with an SEO optimized uh, meta description. Um, it'll come with Amazon product selected already. So based off top sellers, top choices. So you know that the products within the article are actually selling and they're popular. And it'll also come with an image with the correct alt text as well for, for SEO purposes. Now, all that you can pretty much find elsewhere. I think the most exciting part about this new service is that the keyword selection is based off my own secret source. Um, and it's basically the same keyword selection that I've used to build up my own portfolio. So basically, the way the service will work is you will give me uh, a niche or a topic that you'd like um, a piece of content around. I will then go away and do the research, the keyword research around that piece of, uh, around that topic and come up with a, a selection which fits my criteria. And then from there, then I'll go on and create this piece of content for you and deliver it for you. Um, now, over the next few weeks, I'll I'm going to be showcasing in, in the, the group a couple of examples where um, on my own site, which are not particularly authoritative and not particularly powerful, using the same keyword selection, I'm able to post a piece of content. I'll uh, manually crawl it within Search Console. And then literally within five to 10 minutes, you'll see it ranking in, in the top 10. So it's it's going to be those same keywords just for your niche, basically. Okay. And the fact that it's ranking so quickly is that a factor of the quality and the length of the content that you're creating? And also with with the topic that people that people give you, is the piece of content going to be the the, the main pillar article that other content would then support subsequently? Uh, so I think the the reason that it ranks so quickly is due to obviously the quality and length of content being a factor. But it, I think uh, the main reason is due to the keyword selection. These are long-tail keywords with really low competition, but still have buyer intent. So you're talking search volumes of anything from 100 to 1,500, 2,000 searches a month. Um, and they typically will have the word best or review in them. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, they're still buyer intent keywords. They're just, they're just the hidden gems, basically, or the oh, low-hanging okay. fruit from within that niche. So rather than thinking about it in terms of one main keyword and trying to rank that ahead term and using supporting content or internal link to it, mm -hmm. it's, would you consider it a different approach where you are targeting uh, kind of sub keywords uh, within the, within the niche all individually? So, um, so rather than one main content, uh, let's, if we if we think of it, if we think about keyword research, uh, if we think about keyword yeah. selection in terms of H1, H2, H3, I guess one approach could be you know going for the H1 keyword and then supporting it with H3 keywords. <laughs> Is this making <laughs> yeah. sense? <laughs> and yeah, and yeah. your 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 service would be then targeting like individual H2 keywords that that kind of level, um, and then they're they're ranking because of the length. They don't need any supporting content, and you just go after exactly. another one and another one. That's it. So my obviously. 
you know we've talked about my strategy where we don't typically rely on on backlink so it's these pieces of content should be standalone they are like you say the what you would typically target for a h2 um, piece of content um, but you can post this without any supporting content uh, without any backlinks and it should rank pretty well awesome okay I'm, I'm glad my analogy actually did work there <laughs> <laughs> yeah it made, made sense to me anyway <laughs> that, that's good uh, awesome mate so that's uh, buyandrank.com yep and what um, kind of pricing are you thinking about so for for a three and a half thousand words piece of content with all that extra service and value add on top uh, we're looking at 299 uh, $299. Um, but for flipping website members for the first order, we're going to be offering them a 10% discount. Sounds great. And please, uh, can you order a million words in, uh, in the next <laughs> month or so? Because I, I want to yeah. read an article that says that you've done that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, that, that is going to get noticed. <laughs> I ordered yeah. a million words and this is what happened. I mean, that, that's, Maybe that'll that's be amazing. My first, my first blog on my, yeah. uh, on my new site. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. Thanks so much, Adam. Really appreciate cool. your time. Cheers, Richard. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Hey, guys. Hope you enjoyed that episode. The URL is at flippingwebsites.co forward slash buy and rank. Look out for the forthcoming launch of Investors Club over at investors.club. Leave your email and be notified when that happens. And check out Adam's new business, buyandrank.com. And I'll catch you guys soon. Cheers.